Good to be back with you. This is Lee and Nick with CentralCommandReport.com. We're doing our weekly show, bringing you the latest, most important news updates. And man, again, I mean, every week it seems like it's going to get it's going to get better, and then it gets a little worse, and then there's a little bit of hope, and then it gets a little worse. So this this week isn't any different. It's uh, the, if the dial turned up to eleven last week, we're up to twelve. What do you think? Uh, for, we're up to 14. We're, we're at least at 14. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I rate this week 14. But we did end on – I think today actually ended on some good notes. I think we're, I, I feel pretty good. Okay. So last week, if I'm not mistaken, when we ended off, we ended we, – we did a show on Friday. And then some stuff started to happen over the weekend. And some basically a giant technocratic draconian purge of all – people in, all wrong think yeah all uh, all people in the social media sphere in the in in the uh, what would you even call it in the mainstream media sphere on the political stage little guys big guys on twitter facebook everywhere they, uh, they began to purge us from the system and it started with the president if you can shut the mouth of the basically the leader of the free world and uh, and and cut off all of his access from Facebook, Twitter, and uh, and uh, even YouTube suspending him, Google suspending him. Uh, then nobody's safe, and that's what they did. They came, they came for our boy. They came for Donald, and they shut him down. And then they started picking off other popular people one by one, and shutting down all their channels and all their access and all their outlets everywhere. And uh, it's this. It, it, there was a uh, Mr. Dorsey. Jack Dorsey, a CEO of Twitter, came out and he started saying uh, there was video footage. It was actually uh, Veritas captured. Project Veritas released this later in the week, capturing footage of him outlining his plan for the censorship purge. And he said it wasn't just about one person. It was about the movement. And it wasn't just about the, you know, the one day or the weekend because he knew that was going to be a shocking rollout. He said this is ongoing. It's a campaign. And it's a campaign to destroy uh, Western civilization, American values, constitutionalist values, and free thought, and uh, crush us. And so that was how the weekend started. And uh, we're sorry to leave you guys alone for that time, but there was a lot to process. And we we're just trying to keep up with the website and, you know, at least keep the articles fresh for everyone and basically create a historical record of this. That's the best we can do at this point, right? Yeah. Is boy because actually uh, that's the, the historical record thing is important because here's like what they're doing um, and, and I kind of started noticing this today is they are um, they're, they're trying to essentially write history at this point that's what the impeachment was about right that wasn't about um, impeaching the president before he leaves office it was about putting something in the historical record that all oh, Donald Trump was so bad at the end of his term we had to we had to impeach him for the safety of the country and it's all a it's all a rewriting history move they're trying to rewrite history before it's history it's insane yeah i saw something that got uh, sent to me today and it was something to the effect of uh, like a meme of of someone saying basically you know they're going to be that parent in school in uh, 20 years making sure the teachers aren't lying to their kids about what happened during this time <laughs> in history and uh, you know be that parent right and and yeah. ma- you know what that's what you have to do you have to actually because that's what they're going to do they're going to try and twist the history and teach this all as if uh, from like well as far as we know right now I don't even know if we'll have textbooks at that point. It'll be like everything will be rewound back to Native American style word of mouth teaching only so they can just dumb us down to the point where we actually have uh, no written word and documentation. Easier to control that way, I suppose. Mm-hmm. 
Now, the, it also kicked off. Everybody did a mass exodus. There was a giant unilateral, I mean, a decision. Well, not unilateral, sorry. Uh, there was a giant reaction from our community uh, and it, cohesively just kind of came together naturally as one and said, fuck you to everybody who was doing this to us. And there was a massive, uh, basically deletion of accounts. And you said, okay, if you, if we aren't going to sit here and go, well, I guess I'll just start saying, gee, I love Biden. If, because I like Twitter so much, maybe they'll let me stay. If I start touting the benefits of communism and please my overlords. And, uh, and no, we didn't do that. We stood up and we walked away and we tried to go, primarily to the third most popular platform at the time, which was Parler. Well, they, 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 I mean, nobody was safe. Well, and anybody that kind of understands tech a little bit, you know, that build your own platform, build your own. Well, what happens? And we always said this, and everybody always acts like you're a nutcase for saying this. Well, what happens if the person that hosts your website says? What happens if the person that hosts your domain says you have to go somewhere else? What happens if the person that hosts... Uh, uh, um, you know, I mean, what happens if the person that gives that provides you electricity says you don't deserve electricity anymore to, to even power your building? And that's the next. They haven't done that yet. But I mean, insurance companies are canceling people's premiums. Bank accounts are shutting. I mean, you're you're being depersoned on such a crazy level. You know what happens when you take away someone's ability to bank in a grow in a world that's basically damn near physical fiat less where everything's almost digital currency and almost all transactions are through card. I mean, right now we still have some semblance of a functional currency that we can exchange paper and, and change for goods. And they want to eliminate that and bring in FedCoin. And then what happens when they deperson you then and they take away your bank account? You literally have no way to transact. You, 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 what are you going to do? Transact with cryptocurrency? I guess that's it. Well, I mean, what's going to end up? What's going to end up happening? It's already started. Parlor was the beginning of this. Um, they got deplatformed, and th- th- they'll come back. And Gab is get, uh, looking like they're going to carry some kind of torch. But what's going to end up happening is you're going to get a complete uh, bifurcation of all of, of of society, and it's going to start online. Very, very. Uh, it's already started, but it's going to continue moving online, and then it's going to move culturally. Um, and it's already started with with information where. You have already two realities of what happened at the Capitol. You have our reality and you have the, the left's reality. Um, and we're already seeing this complete bifurcation in, in internet, in information, in social media. Um, and, and very, very, very quickly, it's going gonna, it's gonna to move to the economically and it's going to move to things like, yes, um, uh, banning people off of payment platforms like they did with Gab, like they did with uh, Alex Jones, like they've done with... Um, uh, anybody who chooses to to oppose certifying the electoral college, it's it's disgusting. It, and and what's going to end up happening is it's going to push us into this weird. Uh, it, it's either going to push us into this weird civil war, like a cold civil war almost, or we're going to go to a hot civil war um, once the once once the ninth levels of nineteen eighty four actually start pissing people off enough. Um, but the, yeah, the wrong thing is is the the amount of crackdown and the amount of power that Twitter, Facebook, these social media companies have is scary. Um, and even too, I don't know if you caught this, uh, uh, Merkel, the the Germany uh, leader, and Mexico's president, and 
uh, shoot, I can't remember. There's a third country's leader that came out and said like, Hey, Twitter, that's kind of fucked up, man. Let's not, <laughs> let's, let's not do that. Let's, let's stop. That's not really that great. And then, uh, Uganda banned Twitter and Facebook off of their internet during their upcoming election. And then Twitter had the gall, Dorsey had the gall to come out and say like, well, we really, you know, just uh, banning social media and banning websites and, and limiting discussion really is not good for a, for an open internet and an open platform. The same people who just banned uh, 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 effectively, or will be banning forty percent of the population of the United States for their for their opinion. Yeah, and, and and anybody who doesn't think, who doesn't realize that this is the butterfly project, that this is the Chinese system that Google helped roll out, and by the way, they designed it for China. Google actually implemented the butterfly project, and that was a, a system in which they use a social credit score to deperson you. So if if you're reported on by your fellow citizens, they earn social credit points, and that gives them better interest rates. It gives them access back into the favor of of the state so that maybe if they had uh, lost their transportation pass for metro or bus travel or the ability to fly or the ability to rent those privileges yeah or have children those privileges can be incrementally given back if you are basically a stooge of the state and willing to you know help them uh, by proxy, put the boot on the throat of your fellow citizen. And so that's exactly what they're doing here. And they have a consensus amongst, you know, this um, amongst the mainstream media, amongst the social media giant, the tech giants, the big tech, and um, the people that are basically worshipers of these, of these, uh, of these uh, new systems, like, like, well, you know, it's nothing new about communism, but rolling out these systems that are uh, antithetical to American values, things like modern monetary theory, as far as far as an economic solution going forward, where they think that they can, there are a bunch of people now that are going to be in charge of the federal reserve and that are, that are these, that are coming out in the open and saying things like, uh, there's no such thing as hyperinflation. We can print as much money as we want, but the, the, yeah, the power of the dollar is infinite and it's only tied to as much as you want to print and and you actually don't devalue a dollar by overprinting it. Well, guess what? That's never fucking worked ever. Ever. Every country that's the sword in the that crypto has- the, the sword in the crypto space right now disproves their theory. The dollar is tanking and people are abandoning the dollar rapidly. Yeah. And even with crypto, for those of you that understand it or not, the only cryptos that are that end up being monetarily, you know, um sought after and and by extension popular are the ones that have lower market caps. And thus when you have a lower market, when you have a lower volume, when you have a lower volume of your currency, then that you can, I'm sorry, not a lower market cap. That was the wrong, but when you have a lower volume of currency, you can inflate the value of that currency by investing in it. And it ha- and it builds a larger market capitalization value to currency value. And so you can make that one coin worth $1, or you can make that one coin worth Thirty or forty for fifty thousand dollars, like you've seen Bitcoin do, and that's because they don't just keep making more Bitcoins. Bitcoins are actually a fixed value. There's so many, and they only you know create so many per. But well, I'm not even going to get into the whole crypto thing. But basically, it's a fixed value currency, and if you just kept making more. It wouldn't be able to inflate to fifty thousand because you would you would devalue the currency by making more of it, you know, like printing money. That's the and so yeah, those are the only. That's actually it's crazy to me that magic internet money has become more stable and more valuable than the American dollar. That's where we're at. 
Yeah, and it's and it's happening happening rapidly. I mean, shit. I I personally, I got out a lot of my stocks and shit this week. I moved a lot of shit in crypto because there's some. I don't trust what's happening. Even if if Trump flips us over and we end up uh, coming out of this all right, it's like, man, what's going to happen afterwards globally is going to affect a lot of stuff too. Just not only uh, nationally with the dollar. It's. Uh, Oh, you know what? This is a great point to make a milestone for talk show hosts because I hear this all the time. Every time anybody talks about crypto or money, they get to do this. Uh They get to do this disclaimer. We are not financial advisors and you should never take anything that we say as speculative advice. You know, and so they have that little spiel that they get to run off. And I I think we just did that for the first time. And uh, now I get to disclaim any advice that I just gave you as if I, you know, if I knew what I was talking about and let's all face it. If you're, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on. If you're listening to just two dudes on the internet, crypto (laughs) advice, I mean, we're pretty smart guys, but if you're going to take financial advice from me, I, I I seriously question your intelligence. (laughs) I mean, mean, you can send me your money and I'll do the best I can. I'll do do the best I can. We we can work on a deal. Give me 10% of the profits, you know, like, great. Like, I'll work something out with you, but like, don't, don't trust me with your money. That's not a great idea. You know what? Maybe we could get people to donate for us to, uh, to start our own country, Nick. Maybe. You want what do you want? Like Chaz 2.0? I mean, no, like of like I don't know any rappers who can lead us. Lee. No, I'm I want sorry. what Fire Island was supposed to be. Damn it, the ultimate Burning Man, but without everybody Ooh. stranded and starving. <laughs> That's <laughs> just, you can't have one without the other. Come on, yeah, just, you gotta have both. Just, some, just one giant Sodom and Gomorrah heretic, you know, disgusting island. Why not? And then we can basically, what would it be like? A uh, players unknown battlegrounds. <laughs> I mean, that's people. gonna be that you're you're basically talking about uh, like Hawaii in the next five years. So just hold on. Oh, wow. you're, you're yeah, watch there. out for that. No, those Samoans are, are uh, they're, they're, they're excellent fighters. They're dangerous. They're tough and they're savage. I mean, those guys are, I, I would not mess with any Samoans Except in my like, experience. Samoans, you want them to be like, you know, they're really happy and well-fed and well-treated. Yeah, I'm going to mess with Samoans. Fuck those people, man. They keep electing Maisie Hirono, man. Oh yeah. There's a, they, now, now when you're talking about the politics of Hawaii, yeah. Boo, boo. Like, I say, like Maisie Hirono, like you can't come up with anybody better than Maisie fucking Hirono. Now she's a she's a she's an asshole, sir. What was her What was her thing on uh, uh, gender preferences? The uh, gen the word gender preference is offensive. And then literally a day later, they changed the definition in the dictionary. Like, <laughs> all right, okay, okay. So Maisie Hirono has the power to change definitions of words. That's real cool, guys. It wasn't she cool. one of the ones that was really vocal about the Kavanaugh hearings too? And I think oh, she yeah. was like one of those like uh, feminist calls to action where they say these things no, yeah. don't make any sense, but they're supposed to. It, in her mind, it sounds powerful. And I think I remember one of the uh, one of her big uh, what would I call it soundbite points being something like, "All you men just need to just need to just, just shut up and stand up, stand yeah. up and shut up." Oh, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I'm at attention, oh. shutting up and just, you know, absorbing all of your feminist hate. Uh, hate she has know, this vitriol. She has this thing she does. Uh, so she did it with Gorsh. She did it with Kavanaugh. And I've seen her do it in other, other judicial hearings before if I catch them. Um, and she always goes like this. She says, I ask every nominee one of the same questions. Oh, have, yeah. You, yeah. have you been convicted or have you been accused of sexual assault? And, you know, of course they say no. And then the Kavanaugh thing happened. But she fucking asks Amy Cody Barrett, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amy Cody Barrett kind of gives her a look like, dude, what the fuck? 
Yeah, you never know if, you know, that really nice mom with a squeaky clean record and adopted five kids and it's like, yeah. you know, church My- her whole life. You don't know if she's been on some sort of rape spree. There's no telling. Clearly, clearly a, a serial rapist in A.B. Cody Barrett. Yeah, dude, she's got someone waiting in her trunk. So when she leaves the hearing, she can just de-stress with some sort of sexual she's like, assault. She's like, hey, Maisie, Maisie, I'd love to answer your question, but hold on. I got to go rape the kid in my trunk real quick, and then we can get right back to this. I mean, Maisie's probably one of the people who rapes kids, man. Come on, let's be real. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to create an unfounded rumor right now. She was on Epstein's Island. Ooh, I heard I, you know, reliable sources familiar with Maisie Hirono's thinking know that she rapes kids. Oh, you see, know what? Oh, man. And because you reported on my article just now, I'm going to fact check you and I'm going to say that that was true. I oh, think shit. she just bonafide this rumor. And hey, you know, um, Central Command Report just fact checked it uh, officially. And that is also they also fact check true. All right. So we're good. We're good. Multi, right? We're multi-source fact checked and multi-reported on. You see how fast that happens? Oh, man. We're you know what? We could start our own service. We should we start are, our own fact checking service. I, I, I was going to say, like, you know what? How would they stop us? Like, obviously, they were just it was they're just unreliable. But like, if we just started fact checking shit on social media, that honestly would be kind of hilarious. Yeah, well, I guess it just starts with you being willing to to uh, be a kind of a a Karen, as it were, and just yeah. start harassing people and uh, just disputed, disputed, debunked, and debunked. Like, uh, God, and then you just run all so over line t- trying to be the hall monitor of, of the world with, and you basically, you know, if, if you're on the left, you just exclusively use things like The Hill and CNN to fact check people. Dude. So you, you bonify other people's lies with other people's lies, and there you I go. Love, I love when I get fact checked by a CNN article, man. Oh, like, it, it, it's the, the best. best. <laughs> it's just the best. Like, because it, it's one of those things where you're like, man, so, you, so you've given up, huh? You've just given up. Okay. <laughs> you've given up. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really good, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I love it when that happens, too. Yeah. It's, um, good, it's good shit. Early in the week, we were getting news too coming out, and this is over the weekend a little bit, and that Italy piece moved forward, where there was a bunch of really weird stuff coming out of Italy about basically uh, what what the um, Leonardo Spa still, and them pushing forward with the prosecution of people who, and we talked to you a little bit about this last week, uh, the working through the U.S. Embassy, they're uh, coordinating with Leonardo Spa. Uh, renting out an entire floor of a building to engage in their election interference. Now, all of a sudden, I mean, obviously, attention's a little bit off of that, but these people are continuing to to push forward with that. And judges are making more bold statements. They're they're filing more paperwork. They're they're getting affidavits ver- verified, and they're doing investigation and forensic analysis. So all of that uh, election interference is still is basically Italy has this I, I, has this group of people that are committed to and have proved proven out the Sittel server theory. That, you know, well, it's not a theory. Um, Sidney Powell broke that a long time ago, right when Hammer and Scorecard was coming on the scene. Sidney Powell broke the Germany server um, thing. And a lot there was I was highly speculative for a while because it was a, there was a lot of what would I say investigation going on that, that wasn't being revealed to anyone uh in stateside at the time and we never really did get much out of that sydney knows but they won't you know there's uh, none none of that's came out to the public it's all only been filed in discovery in cases that that uh, judges are refusing to even hear based on standing right this this that whole standing joke that we've talked about where 
uh, yeah, well, you, you can't it. sue. You can't sue before the election because no crime's been committed. Well, you can't sue after the election. The election's over. Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. You have no That's, standing in either scenario. You want another uh, great Italy connection? Um, yeah, here's a good one for you. Just today, Trump signed a executive a, a memorandum on space policy directive seven. Uh, for whatever reason, he decided to sign this today. So part of the thing that was going on with Italy is, and what uh, your your boy Leonardo is having some troubles with is uh, that a lot of this happened through through satellites um, and then a lot of this data relay and how a lot of this data was passed around and manipulated was through satellite arrays. And then Trump signs this um, basically a memorandum on space directive seven, expanding a previous executive order about GPS and satellite security and restricting the use of American GPS satellites to American companies and American uses. Um, there, there's some shit happening, man. <laughs> the Italy thing was really interesting. And then, and like kind of here towards the end of this week too, we see like um, members of the Russian government resigning, members of the Dutch parliament resigning. You have a lot of higher government officials that are just resigning almost immediately after the Italians are now confirmed to have uh, hard evidence of uh, uh, election interference um, in, in the United States election. And you know that the United States is not the only country that was affected. Yeah, and I'm I'm still not sure of some of the about some of the ways that some of their um, parliamentary or their governmental systems work in these other countries, and so I don't know if the way these these uh, news I'll say quote unquote news outlets are publishing these uh, stories about these guys um, shutting down their governments, but is is accurate or not? But they're using language like entire government resigns in multiple countries. It's very odd. And I, I don't know if that's exaggerative or not. And I can't tell with the way their system works, if like a certain amount of parliament disagrees with something like here, do we call that a government shutdown? And there they call it a resignation. I just, I, I have to look further into that because that is some really strong language associated with, uh, with the publishing of articles of these multiple countries at the same time, basically saying that they're go- uh, declaring that their governments are non-functional and thus, and thus like need to be i don't know wiped out and reset I, each country's different and so yeah, they're I, all doing they're sure. all doing it's all weird man it's all just some weird 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 shit it, it's it, none of there it's difficult i don't know it's just weird it, it, it's weird that's all i can say about it it's and so um to circle back to the deplatforming, what we saw was a lot of, of hits. Not only did we see what we saw on election night and, and um, what we saw leading up to January 6th, as we can tell you with the sites that we traffic and get our information from, DDoS attack down half the time. You can barely get in. And, and along with that, along with the deplatforming, they were still trying to keep our sites down the entire time. So we couldn't even talk to each other about it outside of the big three or big four social media platforms. Um, you know, I'm talking like Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And um, they even hit the Tor network. The Tor network was down for a period of time and they were trying a new attack on it, which is, you know, basically for those of you that don't know about Tor network, that's what they call the dark web or the dark net. And it's a, intra it's almost like an intranet you know really of a system that was uh it's foundational it was created by the by the department of defense the navy specifically and uh it's an encrypted way to communicate with uh, other systems that uh host tour and it's a it's basically a smaller uh version of the internet you know, yeah, there's a lot of uh, websites available that you can search on there, but uh, it's easily attackable. And they were going ahead and trying to shut that down as well. And I will so- say I use a Tor VPN on my phone. Like my phone is always connected to the Tor network and I didn't even notice this. OK, yeah, they said it was I, I, I saw people say that the attack was temporary 
And Must have been it, a short lived. Yeah, it, it was. It was like a test of the. It was a stress test, as they called it, attack. And um, they were saying that emails were down briefly. You know, some guys yeah, are yeah. like, "Hey, man, I almost didn't skip a beat." You know, but uh, they they can confirm that there was a stress test attack of of Tor. So that lets you know if they're willing to basically hit you know, the dark web all at the same time as they're hitting the large guys and they're taking out the president. This is, uh, and they're doing it in the name of, and this is the really interesting thing, because what is it? Politics and policy are downstream from culture, right? So what's the cultural significance of doing this? The cultural significance is the implementation of communism through people that want a one world government and want to try and control everything you think and say and do and keep the boot on your throat forever. And so these people are saying that, the reason they have to shut us all down uh, is because we're violent and they need to shut down Trumpism, the Trump movement. And what they basically mean is everything that doesn't worship the state and capitulate to these communistic values. They, they can they can phrase it any way they want. It just means they want you to shut up and go into a forced labor camp or a reeducation camp or die. And I'll guarantee you. If you look, if you start looking around on all the all the major social media platforms, everyone calling for the rounding up and and gassing and murdering and burning and killing. And I mean, it just doesn't end of conservatives or anyone that has any kind of what you would call traditional American constitutionalist values. Those are all there. None of those comments are getting taken down. None of them. We are being non-personed. We are having bank accounts taken away. Insurance companies are, are, are refusing to provide. And that's, you know, kind of, it's only a couple high profile people. And we'd still have to see, you know, if that, when those stories pan out, whether they're completely true or not. But it sounds I, I, at this point, would you put anything I, I'm not putting I'm not putting it past them to try to work. I, nobody ever thought we'd see this. It's such a large, cohesive move by multi conglomerate into, you know, basically this giant multi conglomerate entity at this point, which is, you know, you have tech, you have banking mm-hmm. you, and you have like a, trying to merge with the Democratic Party. And so when you see corporations merge with the state in the way that they are and they're all aligning themselves under one ideology, that's called fucking totalitarianistic communism. And it's and it's called fascism. And traditionally, it ends in a genocidal or a civil war level event that takes a country through a through multiple years of turmoil until they either recover or collapse completely into third world status. And uh, I've been saying this for for a few weeks now, um, primarily a lot in the last week. But and, and I hate saying this even about our country, but right now, as it stands the way things are, and if they progress forward the way things are going, America is officially a third world country. You may not think, oh, yeah. but that's the state Republic. that we're in. Yes, we are. And that's, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and so if it progresses this way, if something doesn't change within the next oh, five days or so uh, and we don't turn this ship around, we're living in a third world country. Yeah, it's going to get dark really fast. You're going to have... Um... You're gonna have states try to succeed. You're gonna have fights. It's gonna get. It's gonna get pretty brutal. And and shit. You have the the House and the Democrat House and Senators trying to ban Republicans from even serving in the House and Senate now for oh, their yeah. support of the president. Oh, and like you mentioned earlier, they're cutting off uh, all donations and funding avenues to these yeah. to anyone who's a Republican. And I mean, who uh, wanted to vote to just investigate the election. Period. Which which we all know was a uh, giant fucking cheat fest and deserves election. And then, I mean, everybody's dogpiling on this, you you know, and it, it's pretty wild. 
Um, they are even the mainstream rhinos like Megan McCain is saying that we all need to be rounded up and taken to Gitmo. And she said, we're all terrorists. If you're a, if you're a Trumper, you're a terrorist and you need to be treated as such. And so, Oh, dating companies that basically like online dating services are advertising and they're like, okay, Cupid, for instance, saying it's okay to choose Mr. Right based on how far he leans left. It's okay to date a man. It's uh, it's okay to not date a man who won't vote for a woman. And basically, it's that's called woke eugenics. They're even trying to program people to refuse to date you and refuse to let you be culturally significant in the what would I call it like uh, like like a culturally um, what would you say to have any kind of cultural standing in in the dating atmosphere that allows you to meet a mate, find a mate, be have value placed on you enough to uh, be be selected by that mate and to choose to propagate the species with one another and uh, raise a conservative family together. They want to phase everyone out. And if like, ew, that person doesn't, isn't a communist. There's no way I date them, you know? And so basically they want this weird world where you aren't even you can't even propagate. You can't even actually carry on because they don't want your ideology to survive past you. They want to. They want everyone that's old to uh, well, die quickly so that they can, you know, recoup that money and pull it back into the system for more communistic values that then, and things they want to roll out like free student loans for kids and stuff. Which, by the way, Joe Biden's backing off of already. Who, if you didn't think he was going to abandon you and all of your value systems when he got into office, you're wrong. Yeah. There's a lot of things he's not going to follow up on. Already, but. already backpedaling. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, absolutely. Yeah, China Joe, man, China Joe. It's uh, the 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 forming of these narratives and the way they're trying to direct this narratives that all conservatives are evil and all patriots are evil is just I, quite frankly, it's hilarious and sad, and it shows me a, a dying animal. I mean, the um, uh, shit. You want to get into DC troops? It's kind of uh, looks like where you're going. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's just, I was uh, definitely looking up uh, some, some stuff about the next phase of what happened because so then not only did we get into the, the Exodus and stuff. And the one thing I wanted to touch on as far as the Exodus movement is there is a, a pushback because yeah, we can, we can, we can say what they're trying to do, but I'm telling you guys, the next step is going to be uh secession attempts. Right. And so we have the constitutional right to secede. Uh, Lincoln didn't think so. But it's true. Uh, do. States states don't. Texas is the only state that does. Yeah. Because it was part of their charter before they joined. And it was part of the agreement for the Republic of Texas to join the United States was they have the option to succeed at any time. Because when they joined, they weren't so sure about it. Um, from my knowledge, not another state has that written into their agreement to um, to enter into the United States. However, I don't think that's going to stop more states from succeeding and just say, yeah, you can't. Because, you know, you don't have any standing in court. Because a state can't sue another state, apparently. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. When the 22 states wanted to join Texas to in a referendum to say, hey, we, we demand, you know, basically you're cheating in your states, disenfranchised our states in a, in a legal election that we had. They said, you don't have a standing. Uh, anything another state does doesn't affect your state. And legally, they're completely independent of you in every way. Well, Texas is within one week, they want to use this momentum to go ahead and throw the question on the bill, they want to go ahead and roll this out and they want to do. And if you've, if you've lived in certain uh, voting areas long enough, you've probably had one of these come by your desk. Well, they'll do a, they'll do a uh, public sentiment feel and it'll be like a yes or no vote on a potential 
um, enactment of some sort of policy or law. And it might say something like, do you favor a, uh, a, a, a linings, um, um, pro, uh, police funding to sales tax as opposed to property tax, yes or no. And then based on, enough, well, it's enough yeses, they'll start to draft something and then they'll have a proposal time. And that's what Texas is doing. So Texas says in a week, they want to roll out their sentiment vote and say, do you support the secessionist Texas and us form, uh, reforming our own Lone Star State? And if they get the enough yeses, that basically triggers a two-year period. And in that two-year period, they would put together a proposal and do a very detailed proposal. And they would send that to the people for voting in that two-year period time at the end of that. And they'd say, okay, here's here's the here's what we're presenting to the public. Texas is uniquely positioned to do this, like Nick said, because of their history. And uh, they, they are 95% privately owned, unlike a lot of states that have a lot more uh, mm-hmm. federally owned land. So the buyout of federal lands and military installations and things is feasible. Texas has been hoarding their own gold reserve and because they and their oil and their they oil have their own oil reserve, they're able to grow some, uh, some of their own, they create their own agricultural economy. And so Texas is a, uh, uniquely positioned to try to do this and there's a bunch of states that are knocking on their door to join in with them so don't expect this to go away anytime soon especially now with the brexit being fully solidified after a four-year fight with the eu trying to not let them out you know the eu refused to basically give in and they tried to revote on it and revote on the people kept you know kept passing it and kept passing it and so now they're out it's official and they're going to try to make them miserable and, you know, you'll wish you were back in and they're not going to do it. And uh, but it's so expect more of that. But I, I want to go where, where where Nick wanted to go a minute ago. Let's get into the troops, Nick. All right. So we have I, well, actually it updated since I wrote this. We now have twenty five thousand, I believe, is the current number of wow. uh, boots on ground in D.C. That's so, incredible. It's insane. Um, so I was having some fun today, actually. Um, so if you go on to Snapchat, they have a feature called Snap Map where you can look at people's Snapchats that they don't I, either they're aware and they don't oh, care yeah, you or they're unaware. Me this. Yeah, I was showing it to you when we were doing the BLM riots, and you could yes. see like you could actually go in and watch all these people doing like like Snapchats during the riots. Like, yeah, bro, we're fucking burning and looting, man. You know, like <laughs> they're fucking Snapchatting. Um, it was kind of cool to see some of the crazy shit that was going on in like DC, especially right now in DC when I'm looking through these snapchats it's like it's like full martial law man like there's like like uh national guardsmen at every intersection directing traffic letting people through not letting people through but here's what i notice it's not the um it's not an elite fighting force it's a lot of uh again national guardsmen not like spec ops guys or nothing um a lot of mps which is you know the crowd control the riot control guys the traffic control guys a lot of equipment a lot of antennas a lot of comms gear a lot of um, uh, you know, like like barricade building equipment. I've been seeing the fences go up. I've been seeing the Jersey barriers go up. Uh, they're there. I mean, they're fortifying the shit out of the capital. But what I did notice that I found extremely interesting was, in, it looked like in a few of the pictures I was seeing, they're putting the barbed wire on the inside of the Capitol fence. Really. Yeah, there was. It's kind of hard to tell because the angles are a little weird, but you can see the Capitol and you can see him setting it up. It's like, man, that really looks like they're setting the, the they're setting the wire up on the inside of the fence. Now that's not how you keep people out. That's what you do for a prison to keep people in. Um, it's, uh, there's some there's some weird shit going on at the Capitol, man. And the um, 
the number, like the pure number of troops. So 25,000 is a, is an astronomically large number. And people keep throwing this number out without giving it any actual weight and showing like, no, this is like how many it is. It's would you normally deploy a unit to, um, to a field of, uh, to, to a theater of war, whether that be Iraq or Afghanistan in recent history, you typically deploy them in a battalion sized unit, either a thousand to 1500 troops, um, is, is generally accepted size of battalion. And then sometimes you'll do, you'll do a brigade deployment, which will be a little bit more like, uh, uh 3,500 to 4,500, maybe, maybe 5,000 if it's a larger, like infantry brigade or something. So, this is huge. This isn't a brigade. This is multiple divisions, which is the is which is the level above uh, above the brigade. And you're 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 bordering on a small core, which is which is insane. That's a that's a shit ton of people. Um, in order for some for an officer to be qualified to command this many people, just for they have to be at least a three star general, more more likely a four star general um, in, in this situation. So the pure number says a lot. Um, and if we were, if we were talking about, you know, some of the theories that Trump's gearing up to do some crazy mass arrests, Trump's gearing up to do some crazy, um, uh, you know, some of the weird shit going on with FEMA. If, if, if we're talking about some of this stuff happening, the way to do it is with a shit ton of troops all around the Capitol, because if Trump does something crazy, uh, I mean, crazy, good, not crazy that I disagree with it. Crazy. Awesome. Let's do it. Let's arrest the traitors. But if Trump does something crazy, uh, dude, the left's going to freak out. They're going to freak the fuck out, man. You thought, you thought June was bad. Oh, you thought June was bad. My sweet summer child. It's going to be insane. Let's face it. Like Trump is not, you know, they, the media is trying to paint him out as if it's over. And if he's completely like this, the most hated, most disfraced individual ever. Puppy. Rasmussen, every they've been polling every week, and he's almost rising in approval one percent every week. He's at almost fifty two now. He's almost three percent higher than he was pre election. I mean, the guy is he's killing it, you know. And it's 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 pretty wild. But just within the last two weeks alone, I think he's risen one percent a week. And uh, so it's not like there is um, there's a bunch of people that are sick of this guy and want to see him leave there's still a minority of people with a given a really loud voice artificially inflated through platforms that hate us that want to amplify their voices that are acting like they've won. And uh, it still feels really oddly artificial uh, because well, they're not acting like they've won. They're saying they won, but they're not acting like they won. Yes. I think that's the biggest point, you know, and there is, there's, and it is like, you know, there. I, I, I've I've never seen such a uh, such a disconnect between the. I mean, you see disconnect between the media and the reality of what's happening all the time. But this is everybody has this really strange, and this is this is a sentiment, and it's hard to ignore because I, I, me and Nick are, you know, there's a two ways. There's you know, there's a lot of different ways to look at it, but definitely there's a bifurcation where you see in two ways of seeing this, which is Trump said certain things that are really indica- indicative of that it being completely over. He even said the words transition to a Biden administration, and he's using it, which he wasn't saying at first. He was saying the next administration and stuff and so you you know you hear things like that and you start to go well okay we're shifting we're shifting in a direction man it sounds like and he seems kind of down he doesn't seem like he has the energy he does before it's not as much of a fight as you thought you were going to see and it starts to look like it's winding down and there's a well then on the opposite on the opposite spectrum the why is biden 
refusing to go to D.C. to do an inaugurate because he said it's quote unquote unsafe. Well, because 25,000 troops just isn't enough, man. Yeah. There's not enough black lives in those troops. Like their lives matter. And I think I saw someone's thing where it's like, man, if you need uh, someone said something and it was like, you know, a major conservative personality and he was on Twitter and something to the effect of if you need to surround yourself with 20,000 troops to secure your election, you probably didn't legally <laughs> win that election. I, I think that's I think that's how Castro did it. I, I'm pretty sure I remember something like that with Castro. Yeah, then, it's like, like you, you also have the entire military surrounding you, going, "Look, I I won." And, and, and I'm going to broadcast this from my basement. I'm not even actually going to be like out on the balcony or anything. You know, it's just it's very very odd. It doesn't. Well, I think he's going to get arrested. The reality of what we're even seeing Trump saying, which is like when you see Trump say something like Biden administration, and you refuse to as as dude, tell me this. Has Kamala Harris given up her Senate seat? Nope. I, I've been nope. waiting for it. I've been checking this every day. This has never happened in history where I think December 14th was the longest someone ever took mm-hmm. until this point to give up their I Senate seat. Obama took a while. Uh, yeah, check it out for me because I'm very curious about this and I don't understand. And then, you know what? Because we don't get to do this show on Thursdays and we don't get to have Conspiracy Theory Thursday, I think this is our moment for that. I want you to tell the good people, the good listeners, about the the Pelosi... The Pelosi the, theory? This, I love the Pelosi theory. The conspiracy the, Theory Thursday for it's us a, right uh, It's a conspiracy theory. For the next theory. 20 minutes, we're doing this. Because my, my, uh, my only evidence is circumstantial. So... I, I sent you the links and you've checked about, you've looked at this shit with me. I've been showing yeah. some friends, showing some people at work. So I admit, I, I want to go like, uh, but then it's like, uh, yeah. So <laughs> let, let's, let's, let's frame it. Right. So you have, um, you have Pelosi. Let's, I'm going to argue is the most egotistical high, uh, uh, what, what's the word? Um, high horse sitting piece of shit, honestly, a Democrat in, uh, in the entire nation. And so she has the biggest ego. Remember, remember the hair salon. Well, the hair salon is responsible for tricking me, and they owe me an apology. It was all about her and her fucking ego. This bitch has the ego. Her ego is insane. So here's what happened this week. Monday, doesn't show up to the house. Oh, just to illustrate that, I want I want everybody to have a visual in their mind. Remember the picture of her when she got the gavel? In 2000. Oh, I forgot about that picture. That her yes. wielding that thing like the dog that's prancing around because it got the bone. Yep. I mean, that yep. look said it all. It was like, oh, well, the pens, the pens for the first impeachment. Oh, of course. When yeah, pens, absolutely. And there yeah. was the um, uh, the tearing of the State of the Union this yeah. year. Yeah, all those so, looks. And so, yeah, going into this story that when you mention ego, yeah. think about that. That's your visual representation. Uh, yeah. If that person can't even contain that on a national stage, they're seething. They're seething with so much fucking vitriol. Oh, yeah, don't uh, let me forget about the crying. I got, don't let me forget about the crying. It's not in my notes, but don't oh, let me forget okay. about it. Yeah, crying at the end. Crying, crying at the, the end, because that just happened. But anyway, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we could cry at the end. Um, so yeah, obviously, like, after the six, she would nutso. Like, like, this was a 9-11. This was a crazy, everything was crazy. We almost died. It was so horrible. <laughs> you know, all this shit. Like, 9-11, Pearl Harbor, this is the worst thing that ever happened. Um, you had a fucking so, guy so, come so, in so there horrible. in a fur bikini and dance around a little bit. Yeah, you had a guy shit on Chuck Schumer's desk. Like, that was the worst thing that happened in that, on that day. Other, uh, the, yeah, that was the worst thing that the, the, the you know, 
I still think there was some false flag. I still th- highly think that there was elements of uh, either Antifa or communists or FBI in there. Um, um. Well, and the and uh, da- agent, special agent David Bailey, who shot Ashley Babbitt, is a Brazilian yeah. immigrant, by the way. He's a Black yeah. Lives Matter militant, and he repeatedly threatened to kill Trump supporters on Facebook for months. And so, yeah, when that lady got shot in the head, coming head first yep. through a window, she didn't even have her arms in there yet. Yeah, know that the guy who killed her has been the same guy that's basically, you know, him and all his buddies are dressing up and uh, with the uh, not fucking around coalition and, you know, destroying guys your that keep shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. Those yeah. Are so there you go. But, yeah. uh, but I digress. Sorry. I anyway, you no, you're good. You're good. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so, so there you have the image ego, the sixth, how terrible the orange man is. The orange man is so, so, so bad. We must impeach him before the 20th. We must impeach him before he leaves office because Joe Biden will be president and we'll all be saved. So Monday was when they brought the resolution to, um, uh, forward to start the impeachment proceedings. And so that's where they kind of set the rules and how the trial is going to look and how the discussion is going to be and who gets what time. And the rules that they set were essentially like, well, there are no rules. Uh, no, there won't be any evidence. And then no, we're not going to uh, hear from the Republicans. We're just going to, we're just going to vote. It's going to be great. Okay. So on that Monday though, when that vote came across, uh, she was absent from the floor uh, not not present and and nominated a speaker pro tempore, which is essentially a temporary speaker for the day. Um, it's something that the speaker of the house does um, if they're not around. Then on Tuesday, same thing. So I nominated a temporary. There wasn't nearly as much activity going on. It was more of some of their usual garbage at the electoral college. Which you know, I thought you guys thought you won the electoral college, so I'd be thinking that you'd want to keep the electoral college. But no, it's because you know you didn't win. But uh, and then on Wednesday, the big day, the vote to impeach Donald Trump for a second time because, you know, nothing else matters anymore. We just got to get rid of Orange Man. Um, So she was present on the House floor. She was there to vote on the impeachment. However, and you can look this up on the House clerk's website, she nominated another speaker uh, temporary. There was another temporary speaker for her big day. She willingly put herself out of the limelight. Why would she do that, Nick? That doesn't make any sense. Well, my theory, Lee, is because the, Demo- the the rules of the Democrats and the Republican caucus in the House, they both have a very, very similar rule. It differs a little bit, but oh, it's mostly the same. Um, that if you are indicted or convicted of a felony, that the sentence could be more than two years, you must recuse yourself from all committee leadership positions and all House and Senate leadership positions. Hmm. 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 Why is Nancy Pelosi recusing herself from her house leadership position? Oh, could it be because she's been indicted recently? Um, and then there's been some really interesting pictures. I sent you one before we started. Uh, I'll be sure to throw one up on the on a site or another article about the Pelosi incident as this one develops of Pelosi being followed by female agents with badges that don't look like they're, they're not Secret Service. Secret Service doesn't wear badges like that. Uh, actually, I don't even know if they have women Secret Service agents now that I think about it. Um, and they kind of no, look like they FBI. Do, Joe Biden um tried to sexually assault one by uh, walking up to her naked when he got a, out of his pool. Right? I thought that was a Secret Servant's wife, an agent's oh, wife. It, maybe that was. I maybe think that, that was, was an agent's wife because he almost kicked his ass, and it was a whole big thing. Yeah, um, that's right. But she's. But the people that the 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 four women that are following her in these pictures uh, are have the badges on their waistband. It's kind of hard to make them out. To me, they look like U.S. Marshal or FBI badges. Um, and, and kind of the thing to know guys is that the FBI doesn't do security for VIPs. The U S marshals don't do security for VIPs. They do prisoner and, and criminal escorts and, uh, and, you know, other uh, deal with other criminality. Uh, and the only reason 
why you would have all females as your 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 um, your detail is because the person you're escorting in is also a woman, um, and you have to supervise them either in the bathroom, in the shower, where they sleep, while they change all of it. So, I, I I'm thinking a, that's, that's going to be kind of, a brutal assignment for those chicks, man. Oh yeah, you got to watch the the Pelosi. Oh god, I don't even want to say. It. I'm not even going to say the words. Um, and then today, another just weird again, kind of weird. Um, she had a little press conference where she talked about the um, uh, the general who will be doing the uh, running the investigation into the potential of um, uh, members of Congress assisting or planning the um, the events at the Capitol. Um, and so, what's interesting is as she was announcing this, she was wasn't crying, but she was choked up. You could kind of see in her words that she was really nervous about it and kind of not not really excited to get this investigation going into the into the mean old Republicans. Uh, and the guy that got that she announced and the mainstream media is trying to say it was her that appointed appointed. We don't actually know who appointed this guy um, was general Russell Hanor, who was the, uh, the lead uh, general in the FEMA intervention over in uh, hurricane Katrina. So uh, something I'm telling you, Lee, something weird is happening behind the scenes. Some stuff that we may not never ever know about some stuff that we might know about any day now. Uh, but I, I think Nancy Pelosi got indicted over the weekend. Well, and it's tough. So like all the conspiratorial evidence adds up to, you know, speculative evidence, I should say, yeah, yeah. Um, adds up to this really interesting story. But it, and, uh, but I've never seen so much. And these are official releases of directly contradictory, you know, evidence. So like the Joint Chiefs release letter seems really, you know, um, what would I say? It's unprofessional. It's it missing their style. I read their style guide. It doesn't follow their style guide. It doesn't have a lot of the um, like the headers and the right addresses and the right things that the Joint Chiefs, dude, the generals lose their shit over this shit. Colonels lose their shit over this kind of stuff. Over having all the I's dotted and all the T's crossed and all the little um, the little logos and the headers and the emblems and the addresses. And for, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, they basically oh, released yeah, a statement that appears to be signed by a, a, a major admiral, army, uh, marine, navy, uh, you know, every, the every chiefs. major That's, military yeah. yeah, officer in the Joint Chiefs office signing a letter basically saying that there will be a smooth transition. And they say, to, I, I think they reference Biden they, inauguration they ceremony, yeah. you know, in yeah. the document. And so when you see something like that, you go, all right, fate sealed, it's over. Trump said the words Biden administration. The military is basically saying there will be a smooth transition to a Biden administration. But then when you're talking about the stuff that Nick's talking about, it's really, it's also, it's, it's you know, we're getting Weird. on that moon landing stuff, right? Where you're, t- where you're talking to people that seem highly credible that said you're stupid, you know, we landed on the moon. It's why would you say anything otherwise? But then when you start looking at a bunch of other evidence and you start hearing people say otherwise, all the, and you watch like the two hour deal on it, you start to get convinced. You're like, well, maybe, maybe, (laughs) maybe now I have, I have highly credible sounding conflicting uh, evidence, you know, on both sides of this argument. And it becomes really complicated to figure out what the fuck is going on, man. I'll tell you what's going on. Pelosi got indicted and there's some serious shit happening underground underground. Um, Oh, and you have, if if you're right, everyone who's listening has to send you all their money. All of it. All of my money. (laughs) I will be your financial planner. All I will do 
I, I don't know what I'll do. Actually, I'm, I will. I'm, I will buy what is there a stock ticker that spells Pelosi? Yes, I'll I only buy that stock. I don't know if this is legally binding, but I'm committing all of our listeners to send you money. Yes, I think that's legal. That sounds fact checked, legally <laughs> binding. Oh, double fact checked. That's done, dude. Two fact checks, one show. Oh, sorry, listeners. That's <laughs> You're all. so fucked. Because I, I, I mean, it, it, there's just a lot of stuff that just doesn't add up with this, with the, uh, with with any of this crap, man. Like it, the 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 sheer number of troops is also what boggles my mind. I, I still can't get over the number, the number of soldiers that are out there, the amount of money that is being spent to keep them there. And there's a when Trump signed, it actually also has to do when Trump signed that emergency declaration for DC that a never specified what the emergency was. If you read it, it, it just talks about the emergency in the district of Columbia, the emergency in the district never says in every other emergency declaration. It's like, ah, oh, hurricane Wilson, Schnarchel Slin or whatever, or, or tropical storm Billy or, or whatever. There's always like a, I kind of got the name spectrum there, huh? There's always a, um, uh, like an explanation of what the emergency is. This one has no explanation of what the emergency is, and it diverts a shit ton, a metric shit ton of money and resources into the um, uh, the FEMA leadership, uh, essentially heading this this emergency that's happening in D.C. right now. That is too unsafe for Joe Biden to show up to. Twenty five thousand troops is just not enough. Now you know it is. It's like whatever the outcome, man. You know this. It it's. It's going to be really interesting to watch. I'm very curious about how this plays out. I'm very curious why Biden doesn't feel like there's enough security for him to go near the White House when there's this many troops there. It just doesn't, it really doesn't make sense to me. I'll tell you this though, they are, and, and then there's the other signs like they're proceeding forward in some areas that looks like people are backpedaling and like really hesitant to jump in the deep end of the pool because they know they might drown if they jump in and try to act like, you know, Hey, and solidify their, what would you call it? Uh, theft of the election by further engaging in more basically criminal activity by acting as if they won when they didn't. And then some people are diving right in, you know? And so like you see the first resolution, I think the literally the first resolution that was passed by the house before anything else, before anything else this year, the most important thing, not giving you 200 bucks to sit in your house for another six months. Cause that's, cause that's going to work out great. Um, it, it, it was to abolish the electoral college. That's the first thing they wanted you to, they wanted to let you know they wanted to do. And so when they said they wanted After to, do they it, won the electoral college. Yeah. Supposedly you won the electoral college, <laughs> but you want to abolish the electoral college. And so they proposed it's HJ resolution 14. 117 Congress, first session, January 11th, they pulled this, right? And this is, uh, you know, so it's been around, out for a little bit here, but it's, um, you know, we're just catching you later on this week. So, we'll, you know, we're, we're, if you already heard about it, too bad. You're going to hear about it again. Proposing amendment to the Constitution of the United States to abolish electoral college and provide for direct election of the president and the vice president of the United States. And then look at some of the, one of their primary points of reasoning for abolishing the electoral oh. college. <laughs> Whereas the development of mass media and the internet has made information about presidential candidates uh, easily accessible to citizens across the country and around the world. So they think that now they actually thought the, the reason that the electoral college existed was because everybody who wasn't in a city was too stupid 
to know what was really going on because they weren't reading William Randolph Hearst's, you know, newspaper or a Rockefeller owned newspaper. And that because you were such an idiot, you, you had to have the electoral college to give you an, a proportionate voice because those dumb people deserved to, to have a proportional voice too. But now all you stupid idiots in the, in the interior of the country, well, y'all got the internet and you know who the president is. And so you don't, you're, you're really, we're going to strip you of your leverage. That's not what the electoral college is for. It was wasn't because we all us dumb hicks were so fucking stupid that the city it's you know were giving us a little bit of a handicap and you know allowing us you know it's like playing a golf game you get a little bit of a handicap because you suck so bad and uh no the electoral college is they're, is they're trying to say because we propagandize you we don't need the electoral college that's what they're saying man. <laughs> what is this yeah i'm reading this you're what the fuck i haven't actually read the resolution i just heard what they were doing i was like ah that's dumb but no they're actually saying here <laughs> citizens now have a far better chance of knowing about out-of-state presidential candidates than about presidential electors from their home state nobody from their any states knows who their presidential electors are i, I you can't name their names nobody can name their names not a single person that I know can name the names of the actual electors that are going to vote in the uh, in the electoral college. It's not how the electoral college really. It's not how people view their electors in the electoral college. What the fuck is this, man? Yeah, <laughs> we propagandize it? you. You're fine. You don't need electoral college. We propagandize you enough. You already know about the presidents. Come on, guys. You don't need this electoral college thing anymore. Oh God, we are screwed if Biden gets in. <laughs> No, and so it is. It's like, it, but uh, thankfully, I think the margin to pass the vote for something like this is so high that no, this would be actually that's true. This would be a constitutional amendment because the electoral college is, is in the constitution, and so that's what a uh, uh, two thirds of state ratification, which would would not happen in the current. Well, it depends on how many Dominion sh- machines we got out there, but as it stands now, that would never happen. Yeah, they should just have Congress use Dominion to vote from now on. Well, that's what I was hoping Pence was going to do when uh, he was counting the electoral votes, but that was not correct in my theory. (laughs) And so if that's the point that we're going to be starting from, fucking, that's not... That's not going to get any better, guys. Only uphill. Nope, only uphill from here. Come on. It can't get worse. But I will say the, the glimmers of hope is like right after that, you know, you're seeing stuff come out later on in the week about uh, people are so sick of the of the steel that um, immediately. And this is even just a, a national poll. So you're going to get a mix here of blue and red states, people getting pulled. And even of there, 25 percent of Americans sub- already support secession and liberation from communism. Um, then when they pulled specific, uh, I think, Christian community in, and again, in blue states and red states aligned, it was closer to 50%. And now imagine what those margins are in good, hard, blood red states. You're going to be well over 50% margin right now with a sentiment for secession and liberation from the union. And, you know, we're not talking about running around and you know, uh, uh, we're talking about a legal movement. We're not talking about a civil war movement. We we can legally do this and vote on it and pass it and and text it the fuck out of this place. And I'll tell you guys, that's the first place uh, we'll take this show and we'll rogan the shit out of this. We'll move right down there. I'll get as close to Alex Jones as I can. I'll I'll buy. I'll rent a space right next to Infowars Studio just to rub shoulders with the big guy right there and make our show right next to Alex. I don't think we make enough money. No, let I me, know hold on. Let me check our financials. 
We make zero dollars. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we make enough money to do that quite yet. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe I'll just like find out what coffee shop the big guy goes to and like there try you and you know give a fist bump or something. But we're gonna be in the mix and we'll be Lee, where Lee, I want you I want you on my airways with me, Lee. I need you right next to me all the time as we fight the the, the impending hammer of globalism. That's gonna yeah. happen. It's gonna See, happen. That's that's the I'm just giving you the preview. Just giving you the preview, buddy. That's like having Macho Man Randy Savage kick your bedroom door in and tell you that you're going to be at the WrestleMania WWF 1998 tournament. I don't even know if he was still alive then, but he's got like the smoke screen and like the big lights coming behind him. And it's like a, it's like a dream come true. If you want some breaking uh, fake wrestling. You want some breaking news that sucks? Oh, breaking break. Breaking news that sucks. Joe Biden day one order on transgender rights in sports and bathrooms. Tweet from Joe Biden. Let's be clear. Transgender equality is a civil rights issue of our time. There is no room for compromise when it comes to basic human rights. No, <laughs> At his first no day in office, compromise. Biden will reinstate the Obama-Biden guidance revoked by the Trump-Pence administration, which will restore transgender students' access to sports bathrooms and locker rooms. Because even in the, the horrible pandemic, we've got to make sure that, that transgenders can go into the right bathroom. Well, I'll tell you now it's too late. The state's rights movement has already kind of pushed forward on that. And um, so you're going to see a lot of states implement their own rules on that. It's going to have to get fought all the way to the Supreme Court, which the ACLU will be happy to fund um, a lot of battles to the Supreme Court. And they'll keep beating down the door with it until they get some kind of headway. It will. So we'll see where that goes. You nope, know? they don't have standing. They can't. Uh, they shouldn't have sued before the tranny went to the bathroom. And well, the tranny's already in the bathroom. Oh, still no standing. standing. No standing. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Yeah. And so the other thing that started happening later on this week that's worth talking about is all of a sudden arrests started happening and a bunch of actual all of a sudden election um, meddling and theft. Is now occurring. It's, it's creeping back into the news a little bit because they didn't want this to come back up. They thought we would we would move on from that because um, you, we would cancel everybody that ever talked about it. They didn't realize we would go to these other social media platforms. And by the way, if, for those of you that don't know, you need to get to the Donald.win. You need to get to Gab.com. You need to get on MeWe. You need to get on Telegram. You need to get on Clout hub we're going to be sticking and moving and we're going to be jumping because we're like if in star wars right now conservatives we are the rebels it's literally where that we are they think that they always act like they're the underdog and they're the rebel no they are the draconian communistic totalitarian government corporate merged super state and we are the rebels sticking and moving and fighting our way back into you know and fighting for freedom and so we're going to be jumping platform after platform and right now those are the five platforms that you need to be on to find out where the next move is going to be because if you aren't there to see where we're moving next you could get left behind and you don't want to be left behind watching fucking fox and getting brainwashed you know come with us i mean i'm just saying pelosi does kind of look like the emperor and if she started shooting lightning out of her fingers i i, I wouldn't be surprised honestly at this no, point nothing no. yeah that would be great yeah. and so no things started coming out like uh the mike pence ignored a letter from the republicans of wisconsin in december contesting the results so he they knew way ahead of the way ahead of the count that they had already figured out because remember if you remember at the last minute er, er, uh, what was it uh, pennsylvania wisconsin and arizona all were firm all their all those guys said hey it took us a minute to, do, to come up with our findings we've had these hearings now in the states it takes a minute to do these discoveries and, and listen to this stuff 
we are 100% positive we've had fraudulent elect- elections. And not only did they draft legislation in their states to um, to notify Congress of this and Pence and, and Trump of this, they actually drafted legislation to pull their electors out and reassign electors to Trump. And they ramrodded through um the the uh the counting of, uh it, well let's face it they want to do everything the votes were were uh, were stolen and counted in the middle of the night and i think this was Raheem Rahim Kassam uh said this this week and he said something to the effect of and i'm paraphrasing but you know um the election was stolen in the middle of the night the elector the votes were cast uh, you know, solidifying the stolen election in the middle of the night. And it was something like hashtag democracy dies in darkness. And I thought that was really, uh, that was really point. Uh, that was really pertinent. I thought that was, you know, you know what the, you know what the joke is, right? Mm. That's a uh, Washington's post tagline democracy dies in darkness. Oh yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's a great, I didn't, I didn't uh, actually, I didn't put that together. How yeah, ironic. He, what a clever yeah, he, bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Raheem Kassad's awesome. He, he has a lot of those little clever moves. I, I kind of wish he had his own, his own show I could listen to without the, the other guy. Um, the fuck. Uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Bannon. You know, and I think he does have his own, um, he might I'll have, have to his look own it thing. Up. Yeah. Oh, check I'll it out because it. I think he's on and he has his own interviews and he hosts his own stuff and, Gosh, dang it. I can't even remember what the heck. Is it National Pulse? Is that his? I think National it's, Pulse might be Raheem Kassam. Oh, I've never... I'll, I'll look, we'll look it. into that and we'll verify that for all three of our listeners. Um, well, no, we got more than three. We have at least five. I know, I know. We're getting like... We're finally getting some people. And uh, actually, we're getting a lot of traffic on the site. So thanks for everyone for stopping by because it's been great to have some people um, excited and checking in. And let's face it, um, people are bailing out. At the same time that I noticed uh, people started shifting away and they actually pulled the plug on the mainstream, you know, social, uh, the fake mainstream fake news and yeah, we all of the big tech social media fake news. We got a big wave of, of hits this throughout and we're getting a lot more users this week and it's fantastic. Well, I just got to make a shout out to whoever our bro is over there in Bavaria checking us out. I am, uh, I am into your style. I'm into your energy, and uh, it's, I fucking love it, man. The welcome from, <laughs> to, from spread Bavaria, the spread yeah. the message of Bavaria, man. I mean, because that's the point too. Is uh, it, it, Trump pulling this off or not is is going to dictate the the future of the world, not just of the United States. It's it's not a uh, United States thing anymore. It's a global thing. Um, and I, and I want my German brothers to be free. I don't want them to live under the tyranny of Angela Merkel and her her whatever other bullshit. I don't know how Germany's government works, but it sounds like they're they got the same tyranny problems that we do. And so, yeah, you know, um, to circle around the Dominion voting systems, uh, you know, basically they're continuing litigation against people and litigations continuing against them. Uh, there was a judge, a, a, a judge that actually released the findings. And I want to say this was the Michigan judge that released the findings from Dominion mm-hmm. this week. And he said something to the effect of, I, for, I forget, like basically this system is designed to rig elections. No, it was made. Yeah. It was yeah, made and to that's do exactly it. what it did. Yeah. And it was its intent, like the way it was built, not just in like the way the programs work and the way the algorithms work. But when I was reading, not just, his stuff, but there was another guy I was reading some of the stuff about. It was, uh, it was a uh, man. The the security vulnerabilities are so obvious and so huge that it was clear that it was designed not only for um, the the ability to commit fraud, but um, the ability to, for uh, people to break in into the um, break into the machine and commit more fraud. 
it's it was a security vulnerability and purposefully designed to flip votes and do all kinds of crazy shit. But you know, the vote's been certified; it's over, and, and that's what the Dems are doing right now. They they did this with um with the Russia Gate. Uh, the Russiagate hoax. They they're doing this right now with the election, and they are they've basically done it slash are doing it with the events of the Capitol on the sixth. I mean that's why they pushed the impeachment uh, through so fast. And I don't know if you saw, but um, even CNN today was reporting that uh, um, uh, there is evidence that the Capitol riot was planned. Absolutely, that was the other big breaker this week was that we had the uh, the CNN. Um, what was it? Uh, they, they basically, no, well, hold on. The first thing that happened to CNN was they lost their contract to be played oh, in yeah. airports around the world. And viewership everybody decreases. was so happy <laughs> like, because they're like, like, well, let's face it, you know, dude, the get woke, go broke stuff is still real. It just, because they want to pretend that they won and they, and they want to pretend that people were on their side, they still can't force people to watch them. So they're still going broke. And you're going to see these people like CNN's for sale. And uh, it's not really going to work out well for them. And uh, so they're losing contracts. And you're right. CNN, the, that was the big one. CNN is Antifa. That, you know, oh, we, yeah, know. The, yeah. we made it. We did it. <laughs> yeah. And it was uh, CNN was embedded uh, basically uh, with BLM and Antifa pretending to be Trump supporters, videoing them in sight, uh, trying to the Trump, you know, the BLM trying to provoke the Trump supporters into a false flag event. And it, there was people basically saying, Hey, if CNN's allowed to maintain their press pass, then this, it's, it's just like, where, where are we even at here? You know, that's an absolute fucking joke. And so CNN, I don't know. Here's what's going to happen. No one's going to report on it. They have their, what oh, yeah, you no, this is exactly what they do when the, when the narrative flips back to us and it's, and like, it turns out that we were right the whole time. They never talk about it. They always just continue. They these crazy. This happened with the Covington kid. This happened with the Kenosha kid. This happens. Uh, I mean, obviously, there's more examples of what I'm listening. There's just ones that come to my head. With Salmon, even with yeah, the, yeah, the Covington with, kid, Salmon. Yeah, it yeah. started with him, and or not. But they do it all the time, where there'll be a narrative, and they'll oh, the Trump supporters attacked the Capitol as terrorism and, and, and insurrection, and for the party of law and order, they sure are pretty violent, you know, all this shit. And then when it turns like, oh yeah, it was actually like some false flag actors and some Antifa, or oh yeah, they kind of just broke a window and uh, stole the podium and the gavel um, and shit on Chuck Schumer's desk, they're not going to talk about that. Well, and that was also what came out today was like they tried to claim, oh, uh, you know, these other all these other sites, you know, we're shutting down hate speech again like they're doing. They're always it's whatever they say you're doing. Know that you're not doing that. And no one you even know is doing that. They want to divide conservatives and they want to say, like, well, I'm a centrist conservative. And I guess, you know, maybe uh, I, I, maybe there's bad guys out there and I don't want to go on these websites like the Donald Dot Win. Maybe there are bad. No, if they say that people are organizing riots on the Donald Dot Win. They're lying. It means they're doing it on their site. So it came out this week, too. Guess what? Facebook and Twitter mm-hmm. were the two primary organizations used by Antifa, Pantifa, little commies, to actually try to openly show all of their evidence, just like they've been doing all summer. It's not like this is fucking new. These people use yep. this stuff to organize and destroy uh, cities all across America, cause billions with a fucking B in damage. And uh, and then actually go and they and they actually linked all of their activities to the events at the Capitol and bragging about um, getting ready to go there, showing what they did while they were there and then bragging about their successes of tricking people into, you know, and having a false flag event while they were there. You want another uh, conspiracy theory? 
I'm ready. All right. So another another an app you didn't mention that Antifa uses a lot is uh, Signal and Telegram. Mostly Signal. They're more they're more into Signal. Um, they use a lot. They use Signal a lot. End to end encrypted app. Uh, Signal today, and I, I haven't checked recently, but this morning Signal was down only in DC. <laughs> That's very interesting. And, and Google was down only in DC this morning as well. It was a really odd. Uh, um, it was a really odd occurrence. I just I noticed that this morning when I got into work and I was I checked uh, I like to check down detector every morning just to kind of see what's going on around the world. Um, and yeah, that's what I noticed this morning is Google and Signal were down exclusively in DC. Nice little red hot spot around DC. So either there's some phone jammers and that's just circumstantial, right? Everybody's reporting, oh my shit's down, or um, there's a selective outage of <laughs> of the signal. Uh, of the signal app in the DC area because it's known that's what Pantifa likes to use to coordinate. Yeah. Um, that's just, again, there's some weird shit going on, but have you seen the declassified India, uh, India Pacific uh, strategic framework? Not even. All right. Did we so, get that? I don't think I got that up on the site. I thought I saw Maybe. it in here. Well, let me know. What's not. The deal. Okay. So, uh, the National Security uh, National Security Council declassified the what so they have the, the United States military has um, like command regions so like um, another kind of interesting piece of news is that they brought Israel into the Central Command not Central Command report the Central Command military um, but part of one of the commands is the the Indo Pacific which is basically the the Indonesian Pacific region so China Australia Indonesia Japan like that whole region of the world. Um, so they released this, this, they declassified this document um, from the National Security Council that has things like the United States desired in states for um, um, things in the Indo-Pacific region. The United States worries, their objectives, what we should be thinking about, what we're not thinking about, our security vulnerabilities. And if you read through this with like a, um, uh, this, this document I believe started in 2017, uh, by the way. But if you read this with like a really... Um, uh, with with just kind of a knowledge of how some of this military stuff works and how some of their language and their lexicon works. This is the United States has been gearing up for a war with, or the Trump administration specifically has been gearing up for a war with China since basically day one of his administration, which is impressive. Uh, I got to give the guy props for that. I mean, he has stuff in here about um, uh, stopping all of China's industrial policies, not from just destroying the United States, but destroying Australia, destroying India, destroying Japan. Um, he has stuff in here about trying to basically flip North Korea over to our side instead of China's. Um, there, there's some really, the, the United States has been doing some really interesting stuff behind the scenes um, and trying to deal with the Chinese threat. And I really, this actually gives me some, some hope that, um, that again, Trump was ready for this election interference and, the military is hopefully going to take over and do some crazy shit here in the next couple of days. Well, you know, there's, there's definitely some fighting back on a lot of fronts that I didn't expect. You know, you're getting some uh, reps that are fighting back like Marjorie Taylor green. She immediately said, mm -hmm. okay, you guys want to play this forever impeachment game. And this is how we try to treat you respectfully. And you try to just basically ban all of us from, um, basically breathing and moving yeah. and flying and even congressmen they're trying to get congressmen mm -hmm. put on no fly lists it's like whoa you you guys are uh, all right fine i'm doing article i'm filing articles of impeachment against joe biden for abuse of power on day one january 20 january 20th that basically at at uh 
midnight uh, 2020 uh, 21 21 21 21 she she is going to be going after joe and she's like we can both play this game i'll just impeach i'll just file articles of impeachment and we'll keep that in the news cycle for the next four years and it'll never stop you have desantis desantis is awesome and he went in florida and he basically said i'm divesting all state funds from apple amazon facebook and google we aren't going to invest in people that are trying to cancel all conservatives in america you had a ron desantis is going to be president in 2028 well desantis is he's he's actually awesome that guy's becoming kind of a modern hero for standing up to the covid hoax bullshit pandemic not just for standing up uh but for coming out and saying i was wrong locking you down in the beginning remember that speech Absolutely. Like that, was, that took some fucking And he balls, said, we're man. never going to do that again. We, yeah. we've, uh, it wasn't one of these things like, you know, we learn about our silent enemy and now I'm going to put you on an eight stage opening plan that you'll never get through. You know, like it's fucking, no, I was wrong. We're never locking down again. You had a small company and uh, like, I liked what you're, you're referencing to your Uganda. It's funny mm-hmm. that foreign countries fight us, you know, and then it harder than American, uh, uh, you know, states, but you had a small fucking internet, ISP, uh, ISP, internet, oh, yeah, Northern Idaho, Idaho. Yeah, yeah. Idaho decide to ban uh, Twitter and Facebook and not That's allow so them awesome. to, to do any more bullshit there, which, and, and, uh, one of the other big, like, what was one of the other big fight backs that I saw this week? Oh, one of the other big pushes that came out this week, as far as still fighting back mm. against election fraud was the Navarro report volume three. And it is yes. President Trump won the case, the evidence, the statistical receipts. It's a PDF. It's available on our site and you need to go download it because it's an incredible. And one of um, the first one he did was really good. I haven't actually had time to read the third, but I've only heard good things about it. Oh, it's incredible. It lays everything out. And what you also have is you got guys that are coming out um, like Oklahoma introduces legislation to fine social media $75,000 per occurrence for censoring, filtering, algorithm for political and religious speech. Um, you have foreign countries. Some of the European countries you may have noticed have uh, enacted heavy fines for political speech censorship that's got, that um, aligns with their constitutional protections and like over $2 million or over $1 million per offense. And Oklahoma's starting right there and they should. And one of my favorite fight backs of the entire week was actually uh elon musk elon musk this guy this guy you know is he's gonna he's gonna save the internet with he's his super star, eccentric with his starlink with it's starlink starlink you knew right where i was going yeah yeah the, the starlink thing is going to change the entire paradigm of the internet and it's actually good, what's going to make uh not just uh, not just conservative voices because i don't think the left realizes this yeah they're coming after just like alex said uh, they're coming after me now and then when they're done with me they're coming after you and so the left's kind of high and mighty right now about the censorship on the right uh man real fast they're going to come after you guys and elon's going to be the i i if this continues elon's going to be the guy that saves it with something like starlink in my opinion you know, and I, I like that. There's that one uh, kind of that Trump meme that reminds me of that, where it's basically mm-hmm. like they don't, they aren't coming after me because they hate me so much. They're coming after me because I'm the only thing standing in between you and them yeah. left. And it's true. He was, uh, we got a little bit of a buffer and now it's the fight is on and it's up to us right now. And Elon Musk, if for those of you that don't know our Starlink reference and what we're talking about, he's launched a series of satellites that basically coat the globe in some people are frustrated about it because it's a lot of space trash. If you tried to, you know, build your own spaceship and leave Earth right now, you might get wiped out at something smashing into you at eighteen thousand miles an hour. Not <laughs> as much as you'd think. The, the actually the narrative around that is highly misconstrued. Um, if you actually look at how big these satellites are and how they're deployed and how their orbital patterns work, not that big of a deal. No, but I'm I a very anti-space trash guy. I'm, yeah, that's I'm like very a, concerned about my our, our trash in space. 
you don't you don't buy into the sci-fi doomer porn of being uh locked down no, by but i but i do uh, but i do appreciate that we should the perfect like, 80s villain plot though right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah i mean if they made like like a robocop style dystopian corporate controlled you know kind of 80s like action it would be a guy that's coded the world in satellites and is controlling everyone from space you know, and if you yeah. try to leave, you just you just get toast. I for one, I for one appreciate Elon Musk as our new overlord. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's align ourselves with uh, with with the overlords that will benefit us the most, I guess, right? But no, this guy's come out and he has basically said uh, he said Facebook and Zuckerberg are responsible for everything that happened in the Capitol. They're the ones that are limiting free speech. Remember, this is the guy that pulled Tesla out of California. Has came out against all mandates, mass mandates, and lockdowns, and uh, and for those of you that think like this is this is over, like, you know, there's also as much as we've seen some stuff this week of all these the, all these pieces of shit that are now trying to switch their stances up like Cuomo and uh, Mayor Goldfish and um, and even like Newsweek publishing articles. And I swear to God, this is the Newsweek article this week that came out. And it's basically says COVID lockdowns may have no clear benefit versus other voluntary measures. <laughs> International study shows. Wow. We said that a year ago, didn't we? And it's basically like these people are and, and, and there are because people they close think to me that were won. saying they were going to go this way. And I was saying, no, they love having the boot on our throat. They're not going to back off. This is what they love. And now it appears some of them are pivoting this way to try to call, I don't know, social favor or keep their tax base. Like we saw the exodus of San Francisco lost for San Francisco published an article recently in the San Francisco Chronicle saying they lost 45% of their tax base who have fled oh, as shit. economic migrants to a higher standard of living in other areas of and they're and they're not just moving like a county over in California they're never fucking coming back man they're never no. coming back to Cal you didn't just lose them as a city as a citizen of your city you lost them as a citizen of your state till the end of time well so they were trying to do the uh, it kind of flew under the radar a bit but it was coming up earlier this year of uh trying to force you to still pay california taxes 10 years after you leave california oh yeah that's a proposal they want yeah see if that'll fucking work dicks but but what are they gonna do sue another state they don't have standing yeah no standing (laughs) <laughs> doesn't work but then you also see stuff coming out like of course uh new york times is saying you know two masks two masks instead of one one, one mask for each works okay but two masks works a lot better than one mask and we think everyone should just wear two no there's no scientific study proving anything about this yet we just feel like yeah. we could get away with this and we feel like if you want to please your new overlords you'll throw a fucking plastic bag over your head and just, you know, slowly suffocate yourself because in what better way to show the, the overlords, how truly obedient you really are and want to be by, you know, committing seppuku via choking yourself with a uh, bag over your head for them. Isn't that the way to do it? Seppuku is only way forward. Yeah. And then, you know, so we do have a big pushback. We have pushback and it's weird how uh, in some areas, the COVID hoax, scandemic, pandemic lockdowns are uh, being published by even lefty by lefties as being, you know, basically pivoting away from that strategy. And but then in the same. And so me and me and Nick were speculating a little bit about this earlier 
And uh, we're still thinking that it's almost like a kid that won't stop playing with the light switch, you know, and uh, they're going to they're going to all going to go, oh, guys, please don't flee the city and take all your money somewhere else, because it's all the people that can afford to leave or leaving. Just stay, just stay a little bit longer while we, you know, still collapse the economy and kill your real estate values. So the only bit of value you have left to springboard out of here, we can evaporate that. We want to evaporate your savings. We want to actually build a wall around the city and trap you inside of it like some sort of, you know, escape from L.A. Scenario. And, and, and until they convince you to stay, and the way they'll convince you to stay is say, we got to stop this now. We're going to go ahead and come up with a 12 phase opening plan to get us back to normal. Then they want to, con- and that's, that's what I think they're going to do. I think they never, and, the, and they basically want to turn the economy on and off. And I think Nick hit it on the head earlier when we were talking, and you said something about basically based on forced compliance, right? Yeah, forced and, compliance. Like, oh, you guys, like, you're not following ideology the- even. Yeah. Not enough people are following the mask mandates. Looks like we're going to have to close the businesses down. It'll be shit like that. It'll, it'll, it'll be, be like, yeah, we, you know, we noticed that people, you know, are in our geographic region are signing on to these new uh, gab. And we, you know, and we're going to go ahead and it'll be basically be, it'll be a social credit score system is if you guys aren't voting commie, if you're watching the wrong apps, if you're, if your Netflix uh, traffic data shows that you're not watching the right woke shows, um, all of a sudden it won't seem like it's correlated. They'll come up with another excuse, right? It'll always be, oh, the cases are up. The cases are up. Well, we all know that's all bullshit. It's all about mortality rate. It's all about infection and death and fatality rate as the cases are bullshit. The cases are manipulatable and they're falsified but they'll use cases because that's their favorite metric to use to ju- but it'll all actually be tied to social credit score data and they'll be flipping the economy on and off as they sap your ability and you'll basically be fucking hitchhiking out of there like a homeless guy trying to flee to uh, like uh, like we said econo- economic migrants fleeing to a higher standard of living and uh i i just pray to god that when you if some of you who are fence sitters or consider yourself centrists and you basically got dog walked down this path, do not fucking leave your state and come to a conservative state and think, well, if they would have just done it this way, the socialism could have worked. And that's always the, the, the credo this time. of yeah. every communist is it wasn't done right last time. And it's like, you fucking pieces of shit. Uh, stay where you're at. If that's going to be the case, because we don't want you, you know, coming to ruin these new areas. If you want to go and you want to participate in the in the in, in a Texit movement, and you want to be part of the a uh, 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 movement of people that want to be uh, adhere to constitutional values and uphold Western American civilization and the values uh, that that we hold so dear, then. Um, then come on over, you know, do, do that. If you, if you, if you want to be a part of that, go to Texas, be part of the movement, if they're going to get down and do it. But, uh, unless you're 100% on board, don't go, well, I want to go there, but there are a couple of things about their little movement that need reshaping. I think I'm going to go there and vote for, they I mean, it would be perfect if they had free healthcare. That's where it always starts. It's like you, you think that your stupid little idea that you're bringing from California, your one little tweak is going to be good for, for this place that's actually doing, you know, and that's the classic liberal mindset. Somebody else built that. I'm going to go over there and basically try to co-opt it, make it mine and get it for free and take it over. Don't fucking do that because you're going to get ran out of town, man. Nobody wants you. All right. So we're nearing the end. Now oh, we're getting close this to the, is the end of the show. This is this next week could potentially be one of the biggest weeks in the history of this country. Lee, I'm going to give you an opportunity to be Nostradamus. What's going to happen in the next week? 
Oh, what's going to happen in the next week? Man, this is like, this is a really tough spot to put me in. Cause you know that I've been feeling, you've been you feeling know, doomer. You've been dooming. I haven't been dooming. I haven't been dooming. I'll say I'm not dooming. You're not dooming. I, when we, we, we talk, stack up the evidence against each other before it is such a, I, I, it's tough. You yeah, gotta I, make I a don't You got to say I, something. I got to say gonna, something. We're both going to be wrong. Let's just face it. We're probably both going to Okay, be wrong. here's what I predict right now. I predict, um, I'll tell you what is going to happen for sure. Antifa are and the Black Lives Matter communists are going to dress up as Trump supporters, and they're going to stage false flags event at uh, capitals all across America, and there will be a discharging of a firearm somewhere. There will be um, an attempt to, you know, basically they've been killing cops, and they're going to actually try to take on, you know, some military personnel. They're going to do something really stupid, and uh, they're going to think that they can push forward and, and what's going to be the reaction to that is a feigned outrage from the left who have actually all put this in motion and funded these people and set this all up. And they're going to feign outrage and they're going to try to use that as an excuse to come after more basic constitutional rights. 2A is going to be on the table. 1A is already out the door. They didn't have to legislate it. They're just going to try to executively do this without any, just like they've done everything. They're going to ignore the election. They're going to ignore your free speech. And they're going to try and ignore the fact that you have a legal right to own guns. And so, you know, and they're going to ignore, uh, they're going to ignore all your rights. And so they, they, the, the false flags are inbound. That's that's the only thing I can predict. Uh, I predict with 100%. I'll say I'm 100% believe that's going to happen. I 100% believe false flags are happening. I'm going to say some shit I'm not 100% confident in because I feel bold. I feel empowered. Why not? Um, I'm thinking that some of those false flags are going to happen. And I think immediately as they start happening, uh, the president will expand his state of emergency. And we're going to start seeing uh, FEMA temporarily take over the government as we go through an insurrection, as we go through an investigation, and as some of these pieces of shit start getting locked up. I strongly think the troops around the Capitol are a mousetrap and not a uh, – is a prison, not a fortress. Let's put it that way. It's a prison, not a fortress. Um, Man, see, now what you said was way cooler. I well, wish I had said that. Yeah, prison, not a fortress, dude. Come on, get on yeah. my level. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I think it's—I really think it's a prison, not a fortress. And I think we're going to see some crazy shit happen. And I agree with you. The false flags are going to go nuts. But I do think that if there are multiple false flag events on multiple states and multiple capitals, that gives the president some pretty unilateral authority, in my opinion, to declare things like the Insurrection Act, th- turn things over to FEMA, and do some crazy shit, and get this ball rolling. Well, I hope so, man. I think and we'll all know by Wednesday. I, I think. Yeah, yeah, a couple days away. That's going to be, it's coming in no time, man. Yeah, and we will either come out of this okay, and things are going to be crazy. Um, Oh, and I do just, I'm thinking, I'm kind of leaning into this March 4th inauguration date. Um, Oh, the original constitutional inauguration constitutional inauguration date changed in 1933 by FDR, I believe, is who changed it, and the 20th Amendment um, to the Constitution changed a bunch of shit, and we have not been a republic since. You know what? I'll double down on, you know, let's do 79 days of hell 2.0. I'm ready. Yeah, I think it's coming. All right. right. You got anything else, buddy? (laughs) No, I think, I think that's it. I mean, of course there's a a million things to say and there's never enough time, but we'll have to save it for another week. Come to centralcommandreport.com to keep updated on the most important news updates. We aren't always the fastest to get it out there, but we make sure to curate all of the most important things to see and get that out there to you guys. And we'll, uh, Make sure to be back with you in another week. And if uh, we need to do an emergency broadcast because it's really kicking off, we'll definitely do that this week and get a hold of you guys. It's just uh, didn't warrant it this week yet. Yep. All right. Stay safe, everybody. Good night.